eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods. Hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beard. Let's get to it, New York. Okay, so it is the offseason. And while it's often the time where we talk about players who are not on the Knicks, like we've done for most of this podcast, talking about the finals, talking about Chris Paul and Chris Porzingis, uh, I want to do a segment where we catch up with some of the Knicks that we have currently on the team as they enjoy this offseason. So first, Jalen Brunson was at Rucker Park or last week representing the Knicks and the NBA Players Association to kick off summer basketball at the hallowed ground. Uh, Brunson said this about playing for the Knicks in his first season in New York. There's no fan base better than the Knicks fan base. And um, just playing in Madison Square Garden, man, it's, it's electric every single night, and, uh, especially during the playoffs. It's just, it takes us to the whole other level. So um, it's the best place to do it. So there, Brunson calling Madison Square Garden, playing for the Knicks, the best place to be. Meanwhile, Mitchell Robson's having a good old time this offseason as well. Um, he won best interior for his entry into the Atlantic City truck meet that happened this past weekend. He was also seen on video riding a mechanical bull, uh, which was pretty crazy to see a seven foot one guy on a mechanical bull. But he seemed to be having a good old time, uh, Mitch being the country boy himself. So, congrats to Mitchell Robinson. I know how much he loves his trucks, winning best entry. Uh, best, best interior for his entry in the Atlantic City truck meet and hasn't been all just fun and games this summer. Nick's also working on their game. So videos shown of RJ Barrett getting working with the likes of Andrew Demhard and uh, Paul Reed working out in Orlando. Emmanuel quickly who ended his season injured. Remember he injured his ankle in Miami uh, uh, in Miami against the heat. Ironically, he's in Miami, which is where he normally works out. Uh, he was, he posted a video of him working out. So he seems to be back healthy. I assume on that front. So, First on Brunson, him talking about being uh, New York being the best place to be. Like, I thought this was interesting because the Knicks, for however many years, have been talking about trying to bring other stars. I'm not going to say stars anymore because they have at least – they have, I would argue they have two stars now. But they definitely have, a, like I said, a championship cornerstone now in Jalen Brunson. So now the talk's been about adding other stars to the, to the to collection that they have right now. Hearing Brunson talk about the Knicks, do you think that other players will look at Brunson as a guy who could be an effective recruiter to bring guys to New York? 
Do will players look at what Brunson did in this postseason and say, you know what, that's a guy I want to play with? I think so, because um, they players know better than anyone. Um, you know, better than the media. You know, if you notice, it wasn't current players that Jokic had played against that that saying that Jokic was uh, you know <laughs> stat paddock. That is very true. Because they, 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 rep, you know, they, they, they have no, they're, they're forced to acknowledge because they have to match up against these guys. Um, so yeah, I, I think Brunson showing, um, because the hardest thing to do is, is get over that, that, you know, a lot of teams can make the postseason, but it's another thing to win around. It's another thing to close out tough postseason games. And Brunson showed that he has the ability to do that. Um, and there aren't that many players. Um, and again, it's something we talked about during the next postseason run. Really great players, and this is any sport, um, baseball, football, they, you know, uh, but you, we'll use baseball as an example. They hit the same, you know, they'll, they, they, they'll, they'll post a similar batting average in the postseason as they do in the regular season. Those are great postseason players because the pitching's yeah. better, the pressure's ratcheted up. Um, so if you can match the stats on the back of your baseball card, you know, look at Jeter's career numbers weren't right. exponentially better during the postseason than the regular season. But the, the fact that they were similar uh, highlighted just right. how good. Uh, Jeter was compared to his peers um, when the games mattered most. And that's what we have exactly. with Brunson. Again, um, two players this postseason. Uh, Miami's played the, the Bucks, the Celtics, the Knicks, the Nuggets. Two players averaged more than 30 points per game against Miami. Nicole Jokic and Jalen Brunson. So that speaks to just, just how they, they've shut down everybody. Um, you know, um, so I, again, I say that to say um, Brunson's emergence um, this regular season and then more importantly in the postseason was not lost on important players. And as we talked about um, a couple weeks ago, him being named to the USA team, um, again, he'll get these kind of bona fides. He'll probably make the All-Star team next year, maybe make an All-NBA team, um, which may or may not work in the Knicks' favor. Um, something to keep an eye on as we look two years ahead towards his free agency would mean the Knicks would be eligible for the Supermax. Story for another day. Um, but again, yeah. as his kind of, as his, as his, as the national recognition grows, um, uh, that That'll play a part, but again, players know um, that if you have a team with Jalen Brunson, if you consider yourself a star, um, that's why I, I, you know, when we talked about the Embiid situation, like any in any other scenario in the past, I'd be really hesitant to, to roll the dice on a guy like Embiid, you know, to give up the farm and pay him a ton of money um, for a player like Embiid. But when those small, relatively small, where you have Brunson on this cheap contract, so you know you can strike while the iron's hot, that type of thing, and I and I think those, um, you know, for that reason. Um, other players recognize as well that Brunson's the real deal. Yeah, I mean, the NBA can be really clicky at times, and a lot of it can be, you know, uh, your exposure to certain guys and kind of where they are in their careers. I think Jalen Brunson could be seen now as a budding star in this league, maybe a budding superstar in this league, given what he did in the postseason, because that is the biggest stage we have in basketball. Like, it's part of the reason why Randall being a number one never I thought was ever going to work because he a, is not that great in the postseason. And that's the most uh, people are going to see uh, from him. You know, it doesn't matter if he's having 25 and 10 in the regular season. People are going to see, OK, what's happening in the postseason? And we've now seen twice him struggle like Brunson being the face and the ambassador for what Nick's trying to build has a lot more credence because they see this guy's a dog. Like, they, like anybody who watched and paid attention to the postseason, which is everybody who follow basketball because this is when everybody's paying attention who maybe not maybe weren't paying attention to the Knicks as much during the regular season saw that this guy was not just playing okay this guy was playing at an even higher level that he was in the regular season than during the regular season 
he was having a great year. So you look at that and say, wow, that the Knicks got really something going with this Jalen Brunson guy. So I think um, the fact that he can speak to the Garden being a great place to play, I think is also important. Like I don't think that Julius Randle also could ever speak about the Knicks fans and MSG and Madison Square Garden being great because I don't think he loves playing there. Um, I think he likes playing for Tom Thibodeau. I think he likes playing under Leon Rose and World Wide West. I think he likes living in New York. But I we know his relationship with the fans is frosty. Um, some of it on him, some of it also on some of these idiotic fans who are doing stuff like writing on his name on, on, you know, outside of the garden, whatever. So I like Brunson being that guy is important because I think that, you know, he's got carte blanche with the fans. Um, he's embraced Madison Square Garden. He's embraced the city and he has the, uh, credentials now, the postseason credentials to stand up and, and speak about what it is to be a Nick and how special it is. And I think that he can be an effective recruiter. Um, for the Knicks. So I think that that's an important uh, thing for the Knicks that happened this year, that Brunson stepped up the way he did. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, no doubt. He's be, he's emerged as the face of the franchise, um, and that's really, really important. Um, and I, I, it was J.J. Redick, actually, on his podcast, talked about Jokic is the ideal kind of face of the franchise leader, locker room leader, because he's so unselfish and only cares about winning and doesn't care. You know, he said, if you want to give it the MVP, give the MVP. I want to win the championship. Um, and some people have knocked him. He doesn't care enough about stuff to get right. yeah. interviews and talk trash on the Internet. You know, like yada, yada, yada. Um, nah, play, you know, smart front offices, smart coaching staff. We talked about heat culture. Right. Those, you know, you want somebody who, when, when you step in between the lines, plays the right way um and, and and says the right things off the court um you know doesn't uh you know doesn't make headlines for headlines sake and, and that's what the, the Knicks have in Brunson which is in addition to his um you know skills on the court um is just as important when you talk about a guy that's going to be the face of a of a, a really important franchise and league so we got RJ getting working in Orlando we got IQ getting working in Miami what are some things you want to see guys both of those guys work on coming into uh, this next season with them, RJ in year four, Emmanuel quickly in year three, I believe, or is that four and five? I was yeah, but Barrett five IQ Barrett five IQ four. Yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah, um, it, it it sounds simple, but RJ just needs to become more efficient shooter. That that's obviously mm-hmm. whether that's tweaking his mechanics to become a more effective three point shooter or getting to spots on the floor that you know he's only taking uncontested threes um, as opposed to four shots. Um, you know, be, becoming a better finisher. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of the same stuff we talked about. 12 months ago that they would need to work on that we didn't see in the 2022-23 regular season, but then saw for a stretch there when he played by far the best basketball of his career, you know, starting game three of that cab series to game five of that uh, Miami series. That was an eight game stretch where he averaged 22-5-3 and and I think slashed 49-38. 74 some somewhere in in those kind of parameters that and that was the ceiling for rj barrett um so it's it's really an interesting player i i wrote a a post today about um a potential trade for og ananobi um that would involve rj barrett and the the, the response has been outrageously um about I, how I many, saw. 
about how I'm an idiot and how RJ's great and you can't give up on a, on a player. Meanwhile, you know, they're, they're saying RJ does everything better than OG, even though OG's a second-team all-defensive player. Yeah. Um, but that, that, that that's neither here nor there. Um, love Nick's Twitter, but um, they, they won't be the first fan base to, you know, base their reaction solely. How can a guy be valuable? He only averages, you know, 16 points. He can't be that right. good. You know? so, whereas RJ averages more, even though when you look at the shot attempts and yada, yada, yada. Um, but o- RJ can be, you know, obviously has, has plenty of areas for improvement um basically watch tape of what he did to succeed uh in the postseason but again part of that was due to the fact of game plan scheming um where the where the, the he basically dared him they said we're not gonna beat up we're not gonna um brunson beat us. so you know and rj took advantage stepped in and stepped up as as well he should um so can he continue kind of on that momentum going forward yeah, I mean, I mean, with RJ, it's, hard, it's I act a little sentiments, you know. Like I'm watching these clips, and it's, I'm, uh, I'm looking to see if Drew Hanlon's anywhere to be found. And I'm not even sure if it's a good thing or a bad thing if, if, if Drew Hanlon's anywhere to be found because he has been his shooting coach for his entire career, even dating back to Duke, I believe. And we've seen RJ be a very, at best, inconsistent shooter. So. Um, and there were no shot jump shots being done in those clips, by the way, also, which was a little, you know not alarming, obviously. This is a 10-second clip, but I'm like, all right, I want to see is he improving this shot? Because that to me is a thing that he needs to improve on. And even particularly, because I think the, you know, I maybe it's a bad assumption, but I assume a lot of guys get up, you know, a certain amount of threes and uncontested threes during their workouts um or during the offseason. I really think RJ needs to, like I've said, like I would lock him in a gym with Jimmy Butler and make him just copy and paste Jimmy Butler's game to his game. I think they have similar body types. Um, they have similar strengths. And if RJ could get a mid-range game, a reliable mid-range game, because to me, like, Barrett is not a – he's not a competent shooter with any kind of contest on his shots. So, like, Butler's so great in the mid-range because he can shoot over uh, smaller guys. He can shoot um, contested shots in the mid-range. And to me, Barrett – in the best shooting season he had, which was the second year, he incorporated the mid-range game into his game. It's just disappeared since then. So I want to see him get back to that mid-range game. So I think that that would be important. And then for Emmanuel quickly, uh, I, I want to see Emmanuel quickly. I don't know if so much for him, it's necessarily something to work on. You know, you don't work on everything, but he improved so much. But I think continuing to kind of fill out still, continuing to get stronger. I thought in the playoffs, he looked weak and i don't mean weak as in like a, he's a weak player but i just thought that clean was able to kind of just you know put like a bear guy like harris Laverne on him and kind of just push him around and bully him around and in miami we know how they play kind of same thing put some beer guys on him bully them around push him around and he just never seemed to get into a rhythm and it was interesting that the thing we saw him doing was strength work was the picture that was posted so i think that may be the biggest thing for him is just continue to work on the body continue to work on the conditioning like he did a great job that last season I think he can continue to get stronger, continue to get bigger, um, and, and be, be ready to face that playoff physicality next go around. I think that he'll be in great shape. Um, and finally, what do you think of uh, Mitchell Robinson's rodeo skills? Again, you got a seven foot one guy riding on a mechanical bull, not something I've ever seen before. What do you rate him out of 10 on the mechanical bull riding from Mitchell Robinson? I, I think it's, I'd give him a solid. I'll, I'll, I'll do this, I'll say his, his, uh, I'll give him the same grade as his free throw percentage this season. So that, that's uh, <laughs> below 50, yeah. below five. Let's go with that. Yeah, he wasn't that graceful going down, which, you know, <laughs> surprise. Mitchell Robinson not being graceful going down. We see that during 
basketball games too. Luckily, he's not landing on hardwood. He's landing on obviously a lot of cushioning. But um, but it's good to see Mitchell Robinson enjoying himself because uh, he seems like a fun guy, but he seems to also take like things very hard. Like we, we saw oftentimes, you know, I'm not getting the ball enough, going to Snapchat. So like I actually like to see when Mitch is like kind of like having fun because sometimes it seems like a guy who uh can quickly kind of like not fly off the handle, but can quickly kind of get a little angry and let that be known. So I thought it was good to see Mitch Robinson in that light. And shout out to his truck. I mean, I saw the interior of the truck. It was looking nice. Um, he he I I've you know I follow Mitch, I follow all these guys on the Knicks, and I've seen his plethora of trucks and he's got the big wheels on him. I mean, I don't know, I guess I'm assuming he's living upstate. I don't know if he's able to get those things over to New York. I mean, he got him to Atlantic City, so I guess he, he probably does have some of them in New York. I've seen him riding them in Louisiana. Um, he, he's a big country boy. There's no doubt about that. So uh, shout out to Mitch Robinson for the best interior award, and shout out to him on the, uh, on the uh, let's say, so-so uh, mechanical bull riding <laughs> efforts there. Yes, uh, but uh, work on your free throws, Mitch. Talking yes, about please. You need to work on um, Put uh, up on your tippy toes, a uh, little bit of arc on the ball. Um, let's uh, let's. I don't even care if he misses free throws next season. I just want to see as long as the ball has a chance to go in by going above the rim at any point in in in, in, the, in the shots arc, I'll be happy. I'll, I'll consider that uh, success. It is wild to watch Nikola Jokic play and see like how many times the ball hits the rim and goes in because how much of a soft touch he shoots with. And then you see Mitchell Robinson shoot free throws, and it's just like I mean, it's like a missile. It's like a missile right to the basket. I mean, you think he's going to break the rim uh, if he doesn't get the ball over the rim because of how hard he shoots the ball. So, yes, Mitch, please definitely work on those free throws as well. <laughs>